Hey guys, just before we start, we want to acknowledge that this podcast is recorded on the lands of the Wawandri, Woiwurrung and Bunurung peoples of the Kulin Nation. We pay our respects to their elders, past, present and emerging. Sovereignty was never ceded. was that actually i loved it Christmas movies and try and find something that we absolutely love about them. My name is Katie Christmas Nevercare. And I'm Christmas Christmas Hamill. Kayla Hamill. Oh, Christmas. wow. Christmas, 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 Kayla Hamill Christmas? Yeah, it's you sort of tend to, uh, like, you fade off at the end there and you kind of just let it happen. So you can essentially say whatever. So you go, Christmas, Christmas, Kayla, I'm on Christmas, Christmas. Ah, like a song from the 80s when they didn't know how to finish it. And they're exactly. just like, just, just fade that fades. out. Oh my, it's my favourite thing. <laughs> I, I genuinely love it. Like actually, there's a part of me that hates that because I need to know when something's end so ended so that I can move on to the next thing because I need structure. But also... I love getting a little bit of extra song. <laughs> like, when is it going to end? Oh, my God. The gift that keeps on giving. As far as you know, that song never ends. Oh, don't. It's just, oh, my God. It, it just, just continues on forever. It's just out there in in another dimension just <laughs> continuing to play. <laughs> Fucking hell. What a nightmare. Oh, speaking of night, No, not nightmares. Not a nightmares. Goddamn, goddamn dream. Um... This week, I challenged Kayla to watch the 1996 movie Jingle All The Way. Oh, my goodness gracious, Katie. (laughs) Katie, I already said it last time. I'm going, I'm jumping well ahead. I loved it. So do your (laughs) worst. Do your worst. All right. Okay. Well, let's get some info first and then I can't wait to pick your brain. (laughs) Uh, So Jingle All The Way was released in 1996. It was directed by Brian Levent and written by Randy Cornfield. Thanks, Randy. With uncredited rewrites by Chris Columbus, which I felt like was a little fun fun fact in there. There's so many uncredited... (laughs) uncredited people in this if in you look this. on imbd oh my god <laughs> uh it stars arnold schwarzenegger sinbad jake lloyd rita wilson and phil hartman uh here's a little recap for you of the events of the film okay Christmas dad and mattress salesman Howard Langston is caught out on Christmas Eve without this year's hottest toy, Turbo Man. (laughs) Howard braves Christmas retail, bootlegging Santas, radio competitions, parades and the relentless competition of fellow Christmas dad Myron in order to make his son's dreams come true. Can Howard find the Turbo Man within and not disappoint his entire family this year? We'll see. (laughs) 
Can he not be a total fucker for once? <laughs> hey, he's we'll a Christmas see. dad. He's a bloody Christmas dad. Goddamn Christmas dad. <laughs> oh my god, hot for Christmas dad. <laughs> um, it, it's rated PG <gasps> for pretty good. Um, for pretty good. <laughs> um, it has a fifteen percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Hmm. Um. How many Let's people watched it? How many people watched it though? Because it's all about remember, it's all about the it's all numbers. It's all the ratio, yeah. Um, uh, I've got some critics thoughts for you okay, as well. Okay. okay, so Anne Bilson from the Daily Telegraph in the UK said, "This film is very loud and festooned with the sort of comic violence far more disturbing than anything in an R-rated movie." Oh. <laughs> I don't right. think I don't think Annie liked it. I don't think Annie's seen any R-rated fucking movies. Are you kidding? Have you seen I Saw? Don't... That's not even R-rated. <laughs> Somebody legitimately saws off their leg. No, no. This this film was far more violent, according oh to God. them. Of course. Um, Matt Brunson with Film Frenzy said, "Watching Arnold Schwarzenegger take a stab at light-hearted comedy is often like watching a whale try to maintain its balance on a gymnastics beam." Have you ever seen that happen? I mean, I, I feel like it would be awe and, like, wonderment and, like, I'd be really interested in watching a whale balance on a gymnastics beam. I, do you know what? To this day, I don't think a whale has ever tried to do that. So, yeah. like, fucking try before you buy, Dwayne. Who's the one who wrote the thing? <laughs> that was Matt, Matt Brunson. <laughs> Matt, you've got to use an example that's really happened in life. Okay, otherwise people like me who don't have an imagination find it very hard to believe your logic. We want none of your hypotheticals, thank you, sir. We like facts on this podcast. Um, Heather Borner with Common Sense Media, Arnold terminates the holiday spirit. Ooh, boy. I feel like that's a bit lazy, to be honest. He won't be back. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) That's just like, oh, yeah, he did that movie. Oh, remember that movie that he did? Oh, that one, yeah. Um, And then Brandon Collins from Medium Popcorn. I have a soft spot for it because I saw it so many times as a kid. But this is not a good movie. (laughs) Oh, I love people who have soft spots for shit movies. It truly (laughs) makes me, like, my heart goes out to them because I feel that pain. So often. I feel like that's my MO. Yeah, right? <laughs> also, I really like the name of Medium Popcorn. That's a right? great little, like, review. That's a fun one. Oh, um, yeah. As we always say, though, the critics... Who cares about what the critics say? Yeah, fuck them. Let's find out what the people have to say about Jingle All The Way. So, James B. Not even the talents of Arnold Schwarzenegger, Rita Wilson and Phil Hartman, combined with a lovely Christmas setting, can save this holiday turkey... Well, for starters, <laughs> there was no turkey in sight, so... That's <laughs> true. That's a fact. There were no turkeys in this film. Gotcha there. <laughs> Got him. Got him. Um, <laughs> Sophia D. Uh, all of these are, by the way, taken from the uh, Rotten Tomatoes audience review section. Beautiful. Uh, the main character could have avoided everything if he would have just been honest with his wife and kid. A truly awful movie. It wasn't even so bad it was good. It was just bad. Jesus. Sophia coming in there, coming in there real hot. Sophia not finding one single itty bitty dusty particle of a diamond. No, not looking for the joy. Not looking for the joy. Mm -mm. Uh, And then finally, I thought you'd enjoy this one. Mm. This is uh, Morgan M. Mm. They said, 
I found this movie physically painful to sit through. <laughs> Where? In what body part did you feel it? I want to know. <laughs> Specifically, was it like the left ankle? Yeah, or like right was it forearm? a gut pain? Was it yeah. chest? Was it like in your throat where you're like... <gasps> A full what? body experience. Was it a, oh my god! What? What if it was like paralysis? And you know oh when people god. sleep when you know, they have sleep paralysis. Yeah, yeah. What if that happens? But it's like Christmas paralysis, and it's oh bad movies that you're paralyzed <gasps> through, and you have to watch. <laughs> and instead of like the nightmare demon that your mind conjures up to torture yeah. you, it's just Arnie. It's Arnie holding a turbo man, trying to be a Christmas dad. <laughs> Um, you already answered the question, but for formality's sake, I have to ask, um, what did you think of the movie, Katie, Hannah? I loved it! <laughs> Please tell me more! Oh my god. It jingled me all the way! <laughs> and I don't know, I think it's because of Arnie. I love him. I love Arnie and I didn't know it. Oh my god, do you know what? This is wild for me because I feel like I've never seen this level of what I'm reading is genuine enthusiasm <laughs> from you. Genuine. I feel quite concerned for your just, health. Here. I don't know. I was just so happy for him, you know, because like he he can't um, he's supposed to be a Christmas dad yeah. and he's just not very good at it. <laughs> I think I uh my my own father and me, when I was like a kid and a teenager, we went through a phase of watching all the Arnold Schwarzenegger movies that weren't his like super action movies. Oh. So it's like all of the Arnie movies where he's inevitably just trying to play a normal dad. Oh. And they are the best. I love them so much. He does like junior, twins, uh, kindergarten cop. <gasps> um Oh, even like True Lies where he is technically playing like a spy. Yeah. Half of it, he's like having to pretend to be a normal dad to like Elijah Dushku and like married to Jamie Lee Curtis. And he's like, I'm a banker and a normal man. <laughs> and it's like, no, he's not. <laughs> I'm just like, where are the guns, Arnie? Where are the guns? Where are they? Where are they? They're where right are the here. literal guns and then the <laughs> other literal guns? <laughs> I, I wrote... um. Uh, something about, oh, here it is. I, okay, I wrote on paper again, but then most of my notes are on computer, so you won't okay. hear too much a rustling. <laughs> um, I said, big, strong daddies are the best daddies. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I just, I, I, I loved him in this, in the Christmas setting that he was at. Like he fucking yeah. worked for a mattress company. Oh, what? I love that. What was the mattress industry like for a man like him to be selling mattresses <laughs> on Christmas Eve Eve? Man, that mattress demand is high. The mattress demand is high. It's sky high in Sp- Minnesota on Christmas I, Eve. <laughs> that's oh, so it was in Minnesota because it, it was I Twin Cities so. or something. Yeah. Yeah. It was know. so that was very confusing <laughs> for me. And there's like this huge warehouse where it, like Apparently, all of the staff of the mattress company are, like, having a boogie. And it's, like, it's not – the way I imagine mattress company workers, it's not office people. It's people who are, like, transporting mattresses. But these are office mattress people. 
I I watched that Christmas party brief scene that they just pan over, and I was yeah. like, I want that to be my Christmas party. Absolutely. Like these guys are having a hoot. They've got so much food. They've got a plethora. Oh my it's god, bountiful. Also, I forgot to write down her name, but I swear the yeah. uh, the gal from Glow and from A Happiest Season, the sister. I swear she's in the opening scene for no. a wee little bit. No. I swear I swear it was her. She was like pouring a drink. I swear it was her. And I I wrote it down saying like fucking Google this, dear little Alison shit. Alison Brie? She would have been really young when this came out though. Ah. Oh. Like it was 96. Okay. Was she like, <laughs> when you say really young, do you mean like early 20s or do you mean like six? <laughs> I mean, 96 if she's, like, 20. Oh Do the God. math. How old would that make her now? Uh, 50. <laughs> Something. <laughs> um, just can we backtrack even further? Because this movie had a quite an opening. Oh, my God, my favourite. It, like, got me immediately with this fake-out, like, uh, Turbo Man action sequence that's very, like, Power Rangers-esque. Yes. And I was so excited. Me too. I loved every second of that. Go, go, demon team. <laughs> Is that you, what they said? You demon you, team? I, it was something like that. Do you think you would have been one of the demon team members? Do you think you would have been on Turbo Man's team? I would have been definitely on demon team. I would have been like the head head uh, ranger on the demon yeah. team. I can see that. I can see that. Yeah, I would have been like the, the fucking like little snake. I think I would be like, she, uh, obviously not pictured on screen, but I would have been uh, the lame like tech girl who is on the home base and all of her recording is like, Turbo Man, someone's incoming from the West. And it's like tiny little snippets of her and she records all her dialogue in like Boop. one hour Boop. and that's it. Um, yeah, or you yeah. could be, nah, but like mix that in with some NCIS shit and you're the one who fucking <laughs> solves every problem and knows everything randomly. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I throw oh. in the like, the, the um, I can't remember what it's called, but like the thing that solves the thing at the end of the day. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, you just fucking go, oh, let me look on my computer. Clack, 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 clack. Oh, look, here, it's on Wikipedia. If you punch his left ear, he'll actually die. Um. Um, well, now we both know where our loyalties lie. Amazing. You're Rainbow here to truth. save the day and I'm here to fuck shit up. <laughs> and when I said, because I said I was going to be the little snake, I'm mm. not really on anybody's team. I'm my own person. No, I would backstab anybody to get to the top. Yeah, I love that for you. Thank you. Um, so with this whole bloody opening sequence, yes. let's go. let's go back a back a back. Oh, my God. 20th Century Fox. (laughs) Uh, Anybody else just expecting the recorder to come in? (laughs) Or or Ralph from The Simpsons. (laughs) Finishing the song off? Because I – it wasn't even a sort of funny moment. It was genuinely I was waiting for that to come in and it felt wrong – when it didn't. Yeah. I agree. It felt wrong that your recorder playing didn't feature. I mean any any kind of parody of that song, it just feels wrong now. It's just it's incorrect. Um speaking Simpsons, did you clock that uh Phil Hartman, I believe he is Lionel Hutz in The Simpsons, was in this movie as Ted? Yes. He was the guy who had the amazing voice. Oh my god, Troy McClure. Troy McClure, that's right, not Lionel yeah. Hutz. <laughs> 
Yep, yes, yep, 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 Troy yep, yep. McClure. Oh my god, I just kept writing Troy McClure. What are you doing? <laughs> Get back to the Simpsons. Get back there. One of my favorite lines he said was, um, "You can never do too much to make a child's Christmas magical." Oh my god, most fucking terrifying thing I've ever heard. Oh, so but also so very funny. Oh, amazing. Okay, what else? What else did you love about this movie? We've okay. discussed the first thirty seconds. Okay, first Let's 30 go seconds. Deeper. Let's go into the next 45 seconds. Right. So, Jamie, master fucking manipulator. <laughs> right? Like, I've written all my lines for him are, this child, oh my God, this fucking child. Oh my God, this child. <laughs> oh my God. He's a genius. Like, oh yeah. He manipulates his father from the very beginning because yeah. I don't believe this child has a soul. No. And he's just like, this is what I want. And like, he's done a degree in psychology for sure. Absolutely. I want this. How do I get it? Ah, I fuck with people's emotions. Mm. He's calculated. He's absolutely calculated. Because yeah. he's like, oh, dad, you're never around. <laughs> oh, well, nah, it's all right. I've already written Santa a letter. No, oh, it's nothing. You've just really disappointed me. <laughs> Oh, okay, I'll tell you exactly what I want. I want Turbo Man with this, this, and this. <laughs> Boom. You're fucking... He's got you wrapped around his little finger, Arnie. I, I don't know if you are aware of this, but the child actor that played Jamie, his name is Jake Lloyd, and he actually played um, the child version of Anakin Skywalker, Darth Vader. That's in right. Star Wars. Uh, I know. Sweet, sweet baby whose life was ruined by... Uh, Star Wars fans. Anyway, uh, but I just enjoy that he, like, he's clearly been calculating this whole time. Like, mm-hmm. what's the narrative there? He's in Jingle all the way and then yep. he's in Star Wars as, like, baby Darth Vader. Like, yeah. clearly the calculations have started early. He's Absolutely. He's for it's chaos ma- and forgetting what he wants. It's manifested at a very early age and he's learned how to master that. Unlike Absolutely. some kids who just end up eating too much sugar and start crying hysterically Mm. and then go for a nap he's just like no 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 i need to bide my time he's on it one thing about jake lloyd i so i'm a massive star wars fan and i always have been (laughs) i didn't know uh, didn't you Mm -mm. i'm probably wearing like star wars t-shirt right now it's embarrassing (laughs) um and i couldn't you won't even i don't even know if you've seen any of the star wars movies before but he in the first movie, which is the only one Jake Lloyd's in, he's playing little Anakin. Mm-hmm. And there's just this, he just does the most incredible delivery of some of the lines. And my favourite one, and I couldn't stop yelling it at Ollie as we were watching the movie. Yeah. Is he just at one point just goes, I'm a person and my name is Anakin. <gasps> oh. And I just, um, I couldn't stop yelling it every time he was on screen. So if I wasn't paying enough attention to his journey in the film, it was because I was living in Star Wars land. You were seeing little Anakin. Little baby Annie. And I was like, oh, he's a person and his name is Anakin. And, and he made that clear. I will say, I will say in this movie, I, I found that kids reading lines and reading a script is fucking terrifying to me. <laughs> because he truly... <laughs> <laughs> he I don't know but he seemed like he was ready to blow at any second and I don't think he showed any genuine joy like 
but it was also very gorgeous because it was like a little kid being like concentrating so much and being like, I'm going to fucking say these lines and I'm going to say them good and I'm going to be so, like, so earnest. Absolutely. I'm not convinced he really understood everything that he was saying, but by God, was he going to say it right? By God, was he? And that's why, that's, I think that was a genius move from Mm. everybody because they're like, we want this kid to be a sociopath and to um we want to mess him up we want to mess him up and we want him to fuck around with his uh family Mm. and all they had to do was like hey little anakin just read the line real hard real hard real hard and then you're good to go and he was (laughs) he was so enthusiastic it was terrifying i have no notes on that performance. No I notes. I changed nothing. No, no notes. notes. I've got notes for Arnie. I've got acting tips for Arnie, actually. <laughs> I, um, when he came home from fucking the mattress Christmas party, uh, he talks to, who's the neighbor's name? What's the neighbor's name? Ted. Ted, who's putting up Christmas lights <laughs> on his house, which is fucking weird. Like, Ted. Come on, Ted. What are you doing? You're like a creepy Ned Flanders. You know what I mean? Like, you don't know. You don't know boundaries. Yeah. Um, so Arnie, like, looks up at Ted as he's doing the lights and he goes, oh, what would I do without you? And mm. he smiles at Ted and then his face changes expression as he is looking at Ted. Mm. Like, he goes from smile to deadpan, I'm going mm. to kill somebody. Mm. I just... Again, Arnie, you just didn't nail it. Like, you've got you to smile and be like, ha, 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 ha. And then walk away and then change your expression so that you share that with the audience, not with Mm. Ted, who now knows that you fucking hate him. I think that was the point. I think that Arnie Mm. was like, I hate you, Ted. And I don't care if you know. Yeah, but isn't it like, that's almost like a child's play of me being like, hi, Katie, good to see you. And then just like in front of you, the audacity. It's like, what kind of game are you playing? Like... He's not Regina George levels of uh, hiding the. <laughs> yeah, they don't. They don't. They haven't quite crafted the art, but it just made me laugh so much because he just couldn't pull it off, and that's why I loved him. Again, it was much like Little Annie. Mm. Every line he delivered, it made me love him more, and it just made me love Arnie more. Like yeah, when he was not delivering lines, like he just couldn't be like even. Even there was like some miso lines, like misogynistic lines yep. that he just couldn't even deliver correctly. Like he was getting into bed. He's like, ah, you thought I I didn't do something that you told me. And it was like, what? Are you trying to like say, are you trying to say like a, a wife is only happy when you do what she says? And he like, <laughs> the fact that he fucked it up because he's so kind and Arnie, I was just like, ah, you scamp. <laughs> I could literally watch Arnie in anything. Absolutely. Any genre of movie. Yeah. Throw him in a historical drama. Like, I am there day <gasps> oh. one. I would also really love to see uh, a period piece adaptation of Pride and Prejudice where Arnie plays Mr. Collins. Oofty, oofty. Oh, my God. Are you give telling him, me you wouldn't see that? Give him some, oh, my God, give him some chunky, chunky sideburns. Oh, my God. And a high collar. Uh-huh. Make him fawn over Catherine de Bourgh. Oh. Uh, <laughs> he's like his big muscles in a, in a suit. Oh, my God. <laughs> ah, his big muscles in any normal clothes. It's so funny. Put him funny. in a Christmas sweater and I'm a happy camper. Put him in, like, 
absolutely fucking anything that's yep. not a superhero outfit and you're like, <laughs> yeah, big boy. <laughs> oh my God. What a, like, what a oh. treat. Um, also, like, pair that, pair Arnie with Rita fucking Hayworth. Rita Hayworth? Yeah. Is that her name? No. Rita Wilson. Katie, I'm so embarrassed. It's okay. Katie, who is Rita Hayworth? Um, she's like an old school Hollywood actress. Is she the one who's like, she dead now? I think so. Fuck. But I was imagining Arnie travelling back in time and doing some kind of romance with Rita Hayworth. So well, that image alone. Well, that's what I. Said. That's exactly what I meant. I, I wasn't so. talking about Rita, <laughs> other one. <laughs> um, let's talk about Liz, though. Let's the, talk about her. Do you think she um, was experiencing a mental breakdown throughout this whole movie because so much <laughs> shit was happening, and she was just like, ah, yep. She was being sexually, like, she was being harassed. Yep. Her father, her father, her husband, (laughs) Freudian schlip, her husband was gone. (laughs) Her son is Lil Anakin and he gets, like, taken by a man in a parade and nearly falls to his death and she's just like, ah... Uh, like through it all, but it's like, oh man, underneath you, you gotta go, you gotta take two weeks off. Hundred percent. She's like, uh, like the the mum who's like halfway through a family function, who's like gone to the kitchen and has just had two glasses of wine on her own. Oh my god! And for oh the rest god. of the night, she's just like, all right, all right, this is happening. Okay. She feels nothing. Whatever, what happens, happens. <laughs> she just goes into a cupboard and just stares at the wall for 20 minutes. And yeah, then she's basically. like, okay, I'm good. I feel like that's... I think that's the vibe. That's her. Just because, like, Arnie is so estranged from his entire life. I know. Can I... Just quickly, on the, um, the premise of the movie, which is that uh, she asked him to pick up the child, the toy, the, the Turbo Man that Jamie asked for, like, two months ago... Mm-hmm. And that he didn't do it, but also that there was no communication between the two of them throughout that two-month period until, like, Christmas Eve. No. I don't understand that lack of communication. I I don't understand communication in Christmas movies because it is all about, like, (laughs) no communication. And by no communication, it's not like, oh, I forgot and this person's reminded me every day. It's like, I said it once three years ago. And you said you would remember. <laughs> and now it's been three years. And I've never and checked tomorrow. in. Yeah, and I've never <laughs> checked in. I've never seen how you've been. And tomorrow's the big day. So do you have it? <laughs> I need like constant, hey, yes, I've got this. I've checked it off. I have a written list that's been ticked off. Hey, did you pick up this thing today? Like every day oh reminders God. what's going on. I cannot fathom leaving like the child's present up in the air like this unless it's a test oh do we think that liz was testing howard in their relationship because he's a workaholic dad do you think she was like all right let's see if he pulls this one off i'm not gonna i'm not gonna ask him again you know that like passive aggressive Mm. i'm not gonna nag i'm gonna see if they actually do it do you think that's what's going on absolutely not (laughs) i think (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I think she 
she learned that lesson long ago and yeah. now she's just trying to get by and the yeah, only she's reason out. she's, she's stuck out. with the ma- um she's stuck with the marriage hmm. is because it's arnie I mean, it is Arnie. If it was anybody else, she'd be out of there. But she's like, oh, but it's Arnie. <laughs> Every time she goes to have the discussion, she's like, oh, Arnie. Arnie. <laughs> <laughs> His name's Arnie. Arnold. Oh, my God. Can you imagine this? Baby Arnold. <gasps> ah! Imagine a little 11-year-old kid. Oh, yeah, that's Arnold. Hi, Arnold. <laughs> Merry Christmas, Arnold. Oh, my God. Papa Arnold. <laughs> Governor of California. The fuck? Oh my god, what a man. What a history. <laughs> what a journey. Um, what a journey. What a journey his character fucking went on in this movie. Let's discuss. I so I watched the trailer before watching the whole movie. Mm. Um accidentally cuz <laughs> I thought I was what well, <laughs> the movie was starting and then it it was the trailer. I was like, oh, that was quite quick, in and out. Um, so a lot happened in the, the trailer mm. and it made me expect the story to go in a completely different way um, <laughs> in the sense that I thought they would stick with the, the Santa Mafia and, like, mm. that would be a new thing. I thought that uh, Sinbad would be there with him the whole time. Yeah. I thought that the parade was uh i thought so i saw him as turbo man in the in the ads and i was like oh my god it's going to turn like a magical kind of thing oh like um you know when that barbie comes to life with tyra yeah, banks yeah. i thought yes. it was going to be something like that <laughs> not all of these things just happened and like one of the reviewers said it was it was very loud Yes. A lot of loud things happening and a lot of punching. He punches so, a reindeer, Katie. So much. Pu- he did punch it. He did punch a reindeer. I laughed so hard. <laughs> I laughed so hard. There is nothing, <laughs> nothing funnier to me than a movie where a human person punches an animal and the animal like reacts in a human way. And it's like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Because as soon as the punch <laughs> happened. It was like, oh, you're not a reindeer. You're a human person yeah. who has a reindeer face. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they had a couple of beers afterwards. It was oh, all my good. God. Do you think, so was there a theme like in our childhood hmm. where reindeer were just pissheads all the time? <laughs> or was that just me? I It doesn't ring a bell for me. I swear in a, like a, quite a few mu- movies, mm. There were reindeer who would get pissed or there were, maybe I'm thinking, I don't know, maybe I'm also thinking of George of the Jungle where like all of his gorilla friends, they get a bit pissed or they're like, they're slightly human-esque because they chat with each other. I feel like animals being like drunk and acting like human drunk is a thing. Yeah. Definitely. Maybe it's just not specifically reindeers. <laughs> I, may, I mean, it might be. I know I've definitely seen my fair share of animals in movies getting human drunk. So weird. Like, oh, I don't know if that's how that happens. Have you tried it? Uh, no. No, yeah, I me haven't. Neither. Sorry, no. I said it like, <laughs> I, mean, I've, I said it as if I'm like, have you done it yet? <laughs> no, I would no. never do it. I would never do it to my poor sweet angel no. sky. Not my, not, not my baby. 
Do you remember, I think it was the start of this year, there was that woman from the Netflix program who, like, was drinking a glass of wine and, like, gave it to her dog at the same time. <sighs> Incredible image. Incredible. Horrible thing to do. Absolutely. Um, can we talk about, speaking of expectations, I want to talk about Sinbad's character, Myron. Yes. So, my, I'd, I'd seen this movie ages ago. Like I said, when I was a kid, I used to watch these kind of movies with my dad. Mm-hmm. But I hadn't seen it in ages. And for some reason, my memory was that... Sinbad and Arnie worked together and then maybe there was like a last minute betrayal. Not that they were like antagonists the entire film and that Myron was uh, an absolutely wild human being who almost definitely should not be just out on the street hanging out and being fine. Like I know. he he's not okay. He's not okay. He's not okay. Does he have a child? Uh, he says he has, but we don't see him. He says he's got a child, but we never see that child. Just the things that he does in the whole movie, like he has a bomb threat, he's physically violent he, he to has, other people. He has a couple of bomb threats. Multiple bomb threats, one of which is successful. I know. But he just, he, and he's like, he's a mailman. And there's a bit where he's running and he's just throwing out letters from oh, his satchel. Oh my God. And I was like, those are letters and it's, it's Christmas. You like, fucking what? asshole. I was like, how dare you? Satan! <laughs> I legit, I wrote, I was like, after that, because I was screaming. And this is the moment where I did have physical pain in my body. Yeah. Yeah. I said, the most distrusted people on earth are police, doctors, <laughs> and the mail service. <laughs> the mail service. Because... Sinbad throwing letters everywhere. That's what I imagine when I'm like, mm. oh, my letter should be here by now. Where's mm. the parcel? I wonder the, what they're doing with it. It's like, you're, the, you're fucking throwing it. The optics are terrible. Um, and he like he, he, he tries to murder a child. Yeah, that's pretty for funny a toy. though. I mean, you know, pretty funny, but. <laughs> the male thing. The male thing. The male thing. I think. The male thing. If we're going to order it, it's going to be him. Throwing the letters everywhere. Absolutely. Then him choking a lady. Yep, yep. Very early on. Very early on. And then just saying, oh, you shouldn't wear fur. Yeah. What was that? What what does that mean? And then I reckon, yeah, I suppose like killing, attempting to kill a child. And then the bomb threat. Yeah. Yeah, that feels fair. I don't know. I think that's just in my mind. Also because that policeman was like, he was a constant, like, <laughs> he kept popping it up. And I was like, oh, was this is going to be when you get blown up for sure. <laughs> but yeah, we just saw a little bit of Ash. His hair was on end and that was yeah. it. That went basically harmless. He was fine. He went to the parade later that day. So yeah. And his hands were What's bandaged. What's he complaining about? His hands were bandaged. He they got were. hot coffee on his face. Yeah, no scarring. And Arnie, before all this, Arnie broke his little mirror. Mm. I remember Mm. that line because (laughs) right after he said that, I said, and now you die. (laughs) So things were getting really dark for me when I was watching this movie. Yeah, wow, it was a really dark place there. It's because I was was imagining Arnie as Terminator the whole time. Mm. Oh, that's an interesting read of the film. Did it change much of it for you? No, not at all, because mm. it wasn't, nothing else about the film changed. It was just Arnie. Mm. Every now and then I was like, Terminator, <laughs> where are you? Ooh, are you in there somewhere? Hello, come on to play Merry Christmas. 
Let's talk about the Santa warehouse, please. Um, I really enjoyed that bit. I think it was Jim Belushi was the, like, mm-hmm. super dodgy Santa. Yeah, he was great. Um, I love the idea of there being some kind of, like, Santa compound. Me too. Is, like, making bootleg toys for kids. Have you have you seen the movie Joker by any chance? Which one? Uh, the one with Joaquin Phoenix. I have. So, ignoring most of the movie, you know at the start <laughs> when <they're... laughs> Please, let's do that. Let's ignore most of it. At the start, there's, like, this weird kind of clown group that, like, all get together and have, like, a shared space where they put on all their clown makeup together yes. and, like, get sorted and get shipped out. I'm like, is this what the clowns do at Christmas? Oh, my God. <laughs> do they all transition to being Santas? It just had that vibe, that kind of threatening, like, but they all kind of look out for each other, but they're all a bit strange. Oh, absolutely. Um, It was really weird, uh, that huge, huge Santa beating up Arnold Schwarzenegger, though. That made me deeply uncomfortable. That was him. That was Santino, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. But him, just the fact that Arnold Schwarzenegger was being beaten up by a man bigger than Arnold Schwarzenegger. I know, so Because in my head, Arnold Schwarzenegger is the biggest man. Mm. And so for anyone else to be larger... Impossible. I just, I couldn't fathom that. Impossible. He's the biggest Christmas dad that we all know. <laughs> what do you he... think of the uh, nunchuck Santa? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I... I mean, no, fair, fair. That's it. Nah. Don't elaborate. Don't elaborate. Don't want to elaborate. <laughs> Just a big old nut from me. Oh, my God. I think the best part of that sequence, though, was when they got raided by the police. <gasps> Yeah. And the way they announced it was like, the Grinch is here. I know. And I was like, no, don't. Do you know what? The, I got so, I was like, fuck you. Grinch is great. <laughs> the Grinch like puts a little bit of reality onto the situation. Whereas the police just ruin the fucking party. Call <laughs> the party poopers. They definitely pooped that party. Oh, my God. And then Arnie was just like, ah, oh, this is the worst fucking thing I've ever seen. <laughs> he said those words literally. <laughs> literally. In a children's film as In well. a children's film. Ridiculous. Um, I won't lie, though. If, it, if Arnold approached me, even if I recognised it's Arnold Schwarzenegger and he held up some kind of police badge and told me off and then left, I'm not going to question... I'm not going to question Arnie. Yeah, I suppose. But also... I suppose because he wasn't Arnie in the film, Mm. he was like, I think he was just put into situations where it was just a constant reminder that he was like a gentle dad, (laughs) even though he wasn't like he was punching a lot of shit, but like he like wasn't super, super violent, like Sinbad. And you know, the bit in the ball pit where all the, the mums who are like smacking him in the head, he's just like, ah, ah. And then he walks away and it's like, ah. Your Christmas dad. You're gentle. I really enjoy that. I don't think this movie was written for Arnie. No. So I feel like you could put almost any male actor in that role and it still works. And that's part of why I love it. Mm. And it got me thinking, I wonder if you would agree, I feel like it had several things in common with Deck the Halls. Mm-hmm. 
And this is 96, Deck the Halls was 2006. Mm. And so I'm like, every 10 years, is there a movie that features two Christmas dads that somehow hate each other? There's like reindeer. But I, I was also like, could, if this was done today, or not today, if it was done in 2006, if they swapped casts, it's like, well, Matthew Broderick is the Arnold Schwarzenegger character and Danny DeVito is Ted the neighbour and it still works. Still works. Still fucking works. It still works amazingly. And then oh picture God. Arnold Schwarzenegger as Buddy in Deck the Halls. Uh, or, no, sorry, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, I don't know who you, who you would want to do it if you'd want to do Phil Hartman as the Matthew Broderick character. I, I can't imagine um, Arnie as Buddy Hall. You, can you imagine him as the as the Finch man? Turd, turd boy, yeah. All right, okay. Well, and like not to say that he'll play the exact same one, but he would. I'd like him more. <laughs> I think I would like him more. We'd like him so much more because it's Arnie. I know. Oh, my God. Oh. And we just love Arnie and everything. Maybe that's the solution is like. That just really goes to show that Christmas dads are timeless. They are timeless. They will always be with us it's a universal theme my charger just went out again oh my god oh my god it's a battle what is happening i don't think i've got it plugged in okay i don't have i don't have the charger switched on so so it wasn't charging this whole time okay hold on two seconds all right I just want to say one more thing about uh, the Santas. Please. Um, I wish they were there the whole time. Yes. I also, I mean, this is actually, I was. I just want to say one more thing. And this is me being like, actually, um, you're wrong. Because <laughs> Christmas dude says Christmas comes but once a year. And immediately I was like, um, hello, Christmas in July. <laughs> And, and that's all I have to say. Correct. No, good job. Thank you for, for calling out that, that Santa in the movie from 1996. Yeah. I needed to hear it. Fuck him. Let's talk about the parade. <gasps> okay, I'm sorry. Can I preface this with I watched Jingle All The Way the day after I watched I Know What You Did Last Summer. Oh, my God. And so <laughs> oh now, like, parade scenes absolutely terrify the shit out of me because I'm just on the lookout for the fishermen. Yeah, where is he? Where's he gonna get ya? Honestly, like, so <laughs> so scared. As soon as the parade came, and I was like, <gasps> I was so scared. <laughs> See, I was like, I feel like I've never been to a parade like that in my life. So and I intense. Was so, I was jealous of all these kids. I was like, this is amazing. It and was- they had like. Um, Sonic was there. Like Gumby was there. Gumby, Matilda. Paddington Bear was there, and I don't oh, know if you know Matilda. about this. Mad- Pad- Madeline, sorry. Madeline. Paddington has a really, um, just lives in my heart Aww, always. Um, the Crayola Crayon box was there. Yeah, the I fuck mean, are they doing there? <laughs> all your childhood fake. Crayons? A crayon <laughs> fucking mascot? <laughs> Did you see though? They're like the, all the characters are walking yeah. out. Literally a box of crayons. A box of fucking there. crayons. It's like, like hey guys. <laughs> So weird. A <laughs> box of crayons as a mascot. And look, another thing about about parades and mascots. Parades terrify me. 
mascots terrify me. So I don't <laughs> oh, care no. if you're wearing a crayon fucking mascot suit. <laughs> you don't come near me. I used to, like, I still have that fear of when somebody in a costume comes towards me. I freeze up and I'm like, uh-uh, Ooh. don't interact. Like, don't engage, don't engage. <laughs> and I don't know where, I don't know where that came from, but it just never, tr- I've never trusted a mascot. Have you ever done a, a like a meet and greet at a theme park or like a, a photo with a character? Cause I yeah. Like, do you hate it? Oh, there's a picture of me <laughs> like at Dreamworld or something and there's pirates yeah. and I'm taking a photo with my brother and there's pirates who are like teasing me mm. and there's a picture of me being like, I've got my face scrunched up. And I'm like, oh, no. And like they're grabbing my hair, like being like, ah. And I was just like, are you like, this is fucking awful how dare you <laughs> um it was very funny so ollie and i got to go to disneyland paris a couple of years ago which was really really exciting and we ooh went la to la. i know ooh la la we got to go in and take a photo with the kylo ren <gasps> in the star wars thing and i was really excited about it and ollie is normally like cool as a cucumber mm-hmm. like wouldn't really care and i was like ah it's all right i'll be a dickhead and be like i know where the rebel plans are and be an idiot <laughs> um, and we got in there and Ollie clammed up. And oh, like Kylo Ren's like, are you rebel? Do you know where the rebel plans? And like is all in character and like trying to make it a fun moment. And Ollie's just like, oh, why did he was- clam up? Was he shy? <laughs> it was just, I think, the uncomfortableness of being faced with someone fully in character. Yeah. And like trying to do a bit with them. And mm. like- it's so weird because, like, as a child, you can kind of get away with it because, like, mm. your reality and imagination is warped. Mm. So you're like, yeah, of course. Like, these characters from the television, they they visit me in real life. Yeah. But then as an adult, you're like, no, 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 it's just an actor. And then you see them in real life and you're like, I'm having an episode. You're like, oh, oh my God. Okay. All right. Oh um, but, but I agree. I, I think it can be some weirdness. In yeah. A lot of weirdness. <laughs> Again, I will say, though, I remember... As a kid, my dad dressed up as Harold the Giraffe one day. Oh, my God. And I was, I swear, I was the most fucking powerful child on earth that day. (laughs) Because I knew it was him. Yep. And I remember, like, because Harold would come in and be like, brush your kid's teeth. Brush your kid's teeth. Brush your teeth, kids. (laughs) Brush your kid's teeth. Brush your kid's teeth. Um, He was like, you know, and eat healthy foods. I'm Harold. And I remember sitting on his lap because he he was like, oh, does somebody want to come say hello? And I knew it was his voice. And I just sat right on his lap because I was like, you're my dad. And I was like, hey, dad. And he was like, oh, I'm Harold. I was like, ah, you're my dad. <laughs> I and I was like, to all the other preppies, I was like, Harold's not real. <gasps> this is Stuart Hamill, my father. Also, Santa's not real. <laughs> Isn't it funny when you, like, get power as a kid and it's just oh, immediately... It goes to your head and you become... All-encompassing. I know. <laughs> I remember my dad, uh, as previously discussed, is a race car driver. Yeah. And he would sometimes bring his car, like his race car, to my school and drive it onto the Oval so the kids could see a race car. Mm. And I was the coolest kid in school that Fuck day. Yeah. Fuck ne- yeah. No other day. No other day. But, that like, day. that day, and there's, like, photos of me sitting on his shoulders as he's in the race car. Oh, my God, yes, And I'm Katie. like, I am the queen of the school. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so 
it. <laughs> I feel like that's I feel like that's the energy that young Jamie was carrying. Oh, absolutely. At the end of that movie when he's like, My dad is Turbo Man. He was just like, I think <laughs> to be honest though, I think he knew it all along. Yeah. Or at least he manifested it because he was so cool and calculated the whole time. Yeah. I just feel like he was the one turning all the cogs here. Mm. Do you know what? I think that's why this story was so wild because a child thought of it and specifically Jamie, who was Mm. the child in the story, was like, okay, how am I going to get my dad to realise that he is Turbo Man in real life? Yeah. And how can I get a limited edition Turbo Man? He was like, great, I need... To sell out all the Turbo Mans. <laughs> I need my dad to be super stressed at work. And mm. it was him calling on the phone to order yeah, mattresses, being different orders. people. Absolutely. He's placing on the orders. He um was he organized the Santa Mafia. Yeah. He like uh was calling the cops and was like, he's gonna be here at this time. So that mm. just was a, a happen happenstance. Um, I think Jamie is the mastermind behind all of this. I think he's the key to this entire film. So the key to this entire film. Absolutely. No, I completely agree. Um, That has reminded me, one of the notes that I made was like, he's a really cute kid, Mm. but he also looks exactly like the kind of kid that I was scared of when I was a kid. What do you mean? Just like, I just like high energy, the like short blonde hair, like super into Turbo Man, cut to me, little soft girl wanting to read books and not talk to any boys. Mm -hmm. I was like, that hyperactive kid, just keep keep him away from me. I don't want to deal with that. Like, no, no, thank you. You would have been absolutely terrified of me, I think. Absolutely. Because I was that little boy. Yeah, of course you were. I absolutely fucking was. I remember I used to go to my friends' houses and I wrestled one of my friend Mitch for so long um and we were running around his lounge room I gave him a blood nose oh my god I also oh my god I also kicked a football and I broke a kid's arm I yeah I would have been terrified of you but then on the other side I was a real sensitive (laughs) because I loved reading too like I fucking I love reading but I was also I grew up because my my brother's the closest to me in age so I would always play with him and I mean, I used to just fucking wrestle all the time. Like, legitimately, any moment I got, I used to wrestle. And come to think of it, I also brought that into university. Like, gro- like as a full-grown adult, I would... I don't know if you remember seeing me in student lounge, but I would fucking wrestle people in student lounge. No, I remember. I remember. <laughs> and you were, like, around the corners of oh the my room. God, this, oh, my God. This person is terrifying. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm so sorry, Katie. <laughs> I assume that that phase hasn't ended even now. Like, is this why you continue to, like, is this why you want to keep having Zoom Zoom yeah. calls rather than, I like... I refuse to be in the same room as you. Because <laughs> I get that look in my eyes and I'm like, all right, it's on. <laughs> <laughs> really, I'm still that tiny child in the corner oh, clutching no. my book and terrified of everyone. No. Oh, my God. And look at where we ended up now. Oh, my God. Um... Let's talk about this final, final part of the movie. Yes. Uh, where I think it's the only real big misfire for me is this, like, Iron Man sequence of terrible special effects of, like, it just, like, the slapstick just suddenly hits real hard. Like, the movie, I think, for the most of it is trying to do some kind of, like, satirical things, making mm-hmm. fun of all this, like, 
hype around Christmas and the materialism and all that kind of stuff. Made me laugh a whole bunch. Yeah. And then it's just like, boom, he's flying up into space. And then his jetpack cuts out and he's falling to the ground and and it didn't it didn't work for me. It was so weird because we hadn't seen it really much at all during no. the whole show, during the whole movie, and then it just happened. And I'm talking specifically about like the animation. We didn't see that yeah. except for the reindeer and I was like, "Oh, this doesn't really suit the movie. No, I don't know why they did that. It was like kind of this weird grounded in reality, poking fun at silly things. And then and then he like bam. turned into legitimate Turbo Man. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, it was oh. very... Hmm. Um, on that speaking of reality point, I forgot to talk about, and I can't believe I did, I think I was too blinded by my own pain, was the <laughs> retail environment at Christmas. Oh, my God. Triggering. Um, How do you feel? Oh my, oh, my God. I So I work in retail. I'm mm. currently working Christmas retail, and I do sell some toys and things to parents of children. Mm-hmm. And I, like, had to look away, uh, all of the displays being knocked over, all of the Oof. staff being, like, yelled at. And I was just like, this is, like, Turbo Man is the Baby Yoda yeah. of its time. And I... Yeah, I, it was a lot. It was, it was a, lot a lot for me. you to take. It was like, it was pretty hard to watch sometimes. Um, hey, are you okay? I just, look. Um, take a moment. We should, maybe we should move on. But, no, um, no, hey, we can talk about this. Let's unpack it. Let's unpack it. <laughs> Let's unpack it like all the fucking toys that those <laughs> fucking customers were ripping open and demanding. I think I, the, the, uh, the thing that uh, not was a saving grace at all, Mm. Um, but I can't think of any other phrase at the moment. The uh, employees fucking hated the customers. Yep. And you could tell. Like, it was – they were laughing at them. It was almost like a grotesque version of customer-employee <laughs> kind of relationship because they were, yeah. like, laughing at them when they're like, ha-ha, you can't get in yet. Yep. Whereas we've been taught, it's like, uh-uh-uh. <laughs> you got to be polite. <laughs> You can think that thought, but you better hide it. Cry about um, it afterwards. <laughs> hide in the storeroom. Um, <laughs> no, it was very, it was kind of funny and cathartic. Yeah. Yeah, watching the like retail assistants just openly be kind of mean <laughs> back oh my to God. these demanding and, and horrible parents. Oh, so it was so good. <laughs> and them laughing at Arnie and, and, yeah. the, and Sinbad. I mean, oh everybody God. was just laughing at everybody and it was like, oh, this isn't chill. <laughs> Like, this is an energy I don't love. Christmas is filled with assholes. <laughs> I I think like that was a major hint for me and I wanna I wanna ask you before we get into our diamond. Yes. Um what do you think the moral of the story was for for this? Because I got a few hints that Christmas retail sh- uh scene uh, kind of established it for me and then at last the end mm. where he was turbo man really established it for me um mm. do you have a moral of the story or would you like me to i'd to love to my... hear what your what your take is so my moral like my take is that parents are toys to play with and fuck with nice yeah yeah right yeah, yeah. because he turns into a literal toy he literally turns into a toy that's a great yeah interesting you know what I mean? yeah nice and little Anakin is behind it all Little orphan Annie. Um, yeah. What do no, you reckon? I, I read it. I like that. I was going to say something about um, a, one conversation would have solved all of this. 
I mean, that's kind of like the tagline, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just communication at literally any point. Oh, my God. Um, I, I truly love that, though. Like, jingle all the way. <laughs> One conversation could have saved all of this. Could have solved all of it. Oh my yeah, god! Yeah, it would. Best. Did you did you have a did you have a proper tagline as well? Um, no, I didn't. I just had the moral of the story. I um, like that. Also, like if my tagline would be not really a tagline about the movie, but also like why'd you call it Jingle All the Way? Yeah, yeah. Don't know. Don't really seem particularly relevant at all. No. No double meaning there, like deck the halls. Absolutely. Um, it's just like Jingle All the like. All the way to where? What is it? They just like give me Christmas phrases. Like yeah, give it. Come on, Christmas songs. <laughs> oh holy night! No. <laughs> Santa Claus is coming to town. No, no. Little drummer boy. No. <laughs> God rest you, merry gentlemen. No. <laughs> um, jingle all the way. Maybe it's about like jingle the jingle of the coins in your pocket. I have an alternate title if you'd like. Ah, uh, please. This is perfectly set up. All right, so the alternate title is Things Being Knocked Over, the movie. (laughs) I like that because you could branch it out into Things Being Knocked Over, the TV series. Right, there's room for growth. Room Um, for growth, I love it. Just before our diamond, did you watch the post credit scene? I did. Oh, my Lord. You sent your son to save us. Do you know what I wrote? I said, nothing more magical than seeing a chunky meat hand putting a star on the tree. <laughs> nothing more magical. I just can't believe he... Well, I mean, I can believe it because they set it up, but that he, he didn't buy her a Christmas present. Fucking hell. I'd, way to disappoint me yet again, Christmas Dad. Christmas dads, Christmas, oh, fucking hell. I'm so disappointed in Christmas dads. I'm so disappointed. I had um, so much hope for them and now watching all hopes. these movies, I was like, y'all just fuck up at every goddamn turn. We started the season, I think, feeling like Christmas dads were really wholesome and lovely mm-hmm. and then now here we are. We've got it's just like we've ugh. got dickhead Christmas dads. Yep. We've got creepy Christmas dads. Oh. Hello, Troy McClure. Hello. We've got... Ones who forget their children. And we've got mattress company owner dads, Christmas uh, dads. We've got Arnie Christmas dads. And I thought he was going to be the best one of all, but he really, he wasn't. I mean, I still think he's the best one because he's Arnie. But so far. So far. Yeah. So far. Um, What's your diamond? My diamond is uh, the lounge room. When we go into <laughs> the scene where the child is watching TV. Yeah. And... The lounge room. Why am I singing? Is great. The lounge room is so wholesome and divine. Like it yep. looks so fucking cozy. And yeah. I love the layout because I loved as a child laying on the floor on a couple yeah. of cushions. I it also reminded me, I remember every weekend when I was a when I was a kid, um, me and my two brothers and sister would drag our mattresses out into the lounge room <laughs> and have sleepovers. Yeah. And we used to wake up and watch morning cartoons or we'd go pitch a tent in the front yard and all sleep there. And it was so like wholesome and I don't know, like obviously fucking annoying because we annoyed the shit out of each other. But it was so fun because it was like a little yeah. little party. And I, I just truly loved seeing that lounge room looking so warm and yeah. just the, 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 the colours um, in it as well, as well as the costume department. Slash mm. the um, 
the outfits were Jamie's just, little hat, his oh, little green beanie. Beautiful. I re- I truly loved the costume. I would I want to dress in those clothes. In I was about to say, clothes. I feel like I could picture you in yeah. Jamie's little winter outfit. Absolutely. Like 100%. I want to be a little winty Jamer. <laughs> fucking hell. Why do I mix up the words so much? No, no, no. No, no, no. Jamer and Kayla. That, like Jamer. Jamie and Kayla mixed well, together. Jamer. It's, it's not at all what I meant to do, but I'll, I'll we're, say We're it. here now. We're here now. We're queer now. Um, so that that's my that's my diamond. Um, I have a mini one, which is just that there's a that during the parade that there's announcers. They kind of remind me of the announcers from Pitch Perfect. Yes, but like Gale Force. Yep, Gale Force, the weatherman. Um, yep. but my uh my diamond was uh Ted, the neighbor who's trying to flirt with Liz, the mum. Uh, yeah, his son says to Jamie at one oh. point, "Maybe your parents should get a divorce." <laughs> it did wonders for my dad. Oh my god. I Very like good. I feel quite good about Jingle All The Way. Yeah, I mean, I feel good about it because it wasn't, there wasn't a whole lot of like, <laughs> kind of stuff. I yeah. have no other words for it but that. The rest of it was just like, oh, yeah. Like, yeah. I think all the critic critics nailed it. <laughs> um, except for the one who was talking about R-rated yeah, violent. Bullshit. No. Uh, hello. <laughs> Punching a reindeer is nowhere near as bad as like somebody cutting into your stomach to find a key to release the fucking trap that's on your jaw. Saw three or two. Thank you very much. Oh, I'd love a Christmas themed Saw movie. No, you wouldn't. I would. I'm telling you right now, franchise. you wouldn't, young lady. Go no, to bed right now. I love all. What's our final Christmas movie? Ah, la, 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 la. What is that Christmas song? Okay, (laughs) I don't have a Christmas song for you. But I wanted to... There is an iconic moment in this movie. Okay. And I don't know if you'll remember it. (gasps) Ah, but it's old ladies in a car with JTT singing what's new pussycat whoa 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 you don't know it i have no idea what is it what is it what are we watching it's i'll be home for christmas i don't think i've seen it fan fucking tastic i don't even know what that is oh my god it's it's jtt um (laughs) who when he's a bit older so he's okay he's he's no longer cute he's handsome um (laughs) and he is, makes a promise to uh, get home for Christmas because his dad's going to get him a Porsche. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. I've never seen this movie. I think it's perfect just because it's going to be released on Christmas Eve. Hey! And it's I like, literally have not seen this, but I'm so excited. Like, will he get there? Will Who he knows? get there for Christmas? We don't know. <laughs> Find out on Christmas Eve. So exciting. Um, but ah! that's... That's it. I'm so glad because this is a movie you haven't seen and I have. Oh, my God. How the tables have turned. How the tables have bloody turned. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I'm really into evil laughing. I did it last episode. It no, I love. Me. I think you've threatened people with uh, death after <laughs> seven days if they didn't give us a review as well. <laughs> I think I've done that several times. I, I really should new... stop. I is really... that the new tagline? Just evil laugh. <laughs> you no. will die. You'll die in seven days. 
Fucking hell. Um, is that it? Is that it for us here? I think that's it. Um, one more. We've got one more week of Christmas dads. Very exciting. Yes. So, so all you Christmas dads out there, everybody's a Christmas dad this season. Everyone is. Um, if you want to follow us, uh, you can on Instagram. <laughs> Uh, actually, I loved it. We're on Twitter, uh, Ailipod, A-I-L-I-Pod. You can email us at Gmail. Actually, I loved it at gmail.com. Please um, talk to us about a, a Christmas dad that you know. It doesn't even have to be a dad as long as they're embodying the vibe of a Christmas dad. Thank you so much to Imogen Siegler for doing our music. You are the sweetest person in my life um, and a wonderful christmas dad and a wonderful like beautiful top-tier. pure top tier christmas dad it goes imogen siegler then arnie at the moment mm, uh, you can find Imo on spotify and Bandcamp, and we will see y'all next week for our final hurrah mm. for christmas movies <laughs> um see ya whatever <laughs> I'll be back. No, no. <laughs> Fuck, you've done it now. <laughs> Hooray. Hooray. <laughs> okay, you can do the clap this time because I always do it because I have a tanty.